listening to From the Friars Podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Apostle said to the Lord, Increase our faith. The Lord replied, If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your servant, who has just come in from plowing or tending sheep in the field, Come here immediately and take your place at table? Would he not rather say to him, Prepare something for me to eat, put on your apron and wait on me while I eat and drink. You may eat and drink when I am finished. Is he grateful to that servant because he did what was commanded? So should it be with you. When you have done all you have been commanded, say, We are unprofitable servants. We have done what we were obliged to do. The Gospel of the Lord. Welcome, everyone. The Lord give you his peace. Um, The readings for today have a really beautiful thread, a theme that comes from the first reading in Habakkuk and the responsorial psalm, the second reading, and here from the Gospel of Luke. And uh, it's this theme or this thread that I'd like to uh, comment on today. Um, And it is... uh, could be summarized by another passage from the Bible, a passage I love from 2 Corinthians 5, where St. Paul said, uh, wrote, We walk by faith and not by sight. How many of you have heard that quote from the Bible, right? That really pulls together today's readings nicely. Uh, the, the theme of living by faith, it just comes out in all the readings. So, suggests to me I'm supposed to be preaching on that. So here we go. What does it mean, what does it look like to walk by faith, to pray to Jesus as the apostles did today, increase our faith? Um, Well, it means a lot, doesn't it? It means a lot of things. Um, But I think it's, it's really, really important to take a moment to examine our own hearts, to think about this question, um, how is my faith? Right? There are other passages where Jesus rebukes his uh, apostles for having little faith. So you could have faith, but little faith. So Jesus is looking for um, big faith or great faith. To walk by faith means... How I live, the choices I make, how I think, my, my opinion about things, all of that, my very person, all of that is rooted in God. Rooted in God. Now, you may hear what I just said and you may be wondering if I'm suggesting 
there are two types of people in this world, those who have faith and those who don't. And um, I'm not suggesting that at all, because even those of us who have faith, those of us who go to church, we're here, uh, we try to pray, we, we try to, to follow the Lord, we have moments where we resemble the unbelievers, don't we? It's hard sometimes. Um, so a little story. Um, the difference between living by faith or not living by faith, um, there may have been a situation where I was driving down the road and um, I might have been listening to talk radio or classic rock on the radio. And here in New York City, you're in traffic a lot and people are honking and somebody may cut you off and you have this idea of honking or yelling something at them or maybe in a minute you pass them and you want to cut them off to get them back, right? So uh, there would be an example of somebody who, uh, you know, even if I do have faith, but maybe at that moment um, I'm not a very good example. At that moment, what I'm thinking, what I'm choosing to do is not rooted in God, right? Or there may have been another day where you felt bad about what happened so you're in the car again, and you say, okay, we're going to try to do it differently this time, and you're praying the rosary. And you're in traffic, and people are honking, and somebody cuts you off, and you still want to get back at them. No, no, just kidding. It goes better. It goes better. You know, you're, you're in prayer, you're praying the rosary, and instead of wanting to give a curse, you give a blessing. You know, Lord, bless all of these people. I, I, I'm in traffic, I'm feeling frustrated, and I look around, and like every single one of these people are known and loved by God. Somehow. And so the faith changes the perspective. The faith, well, Pope Benedict used to love to say that the, the gift of faith broadens the horizons of your reason. It, it helps you to see more. And um, what Jesus is looking for is that our faith would start to permeate everything. Everything. How we think, our opinions, um, how we act, our choices, to be permeated by faith. And, and this is uh, so important because this is connected to our mission. It's connected to the mission of the church that we are called to bring the message of Jesus to the world. To bring the message of Jesus to our families, to our co-workers, to our fellow students, to uh, the people we rub elbows with. That's why we're here. To bear witness to the love of God. That there are things that we can know about reality that people who don't have faith don't know. Living life without faith is kind of like living life in two dimensions. You know? If you don't have faith, you don't know what life is about. You don't know why you're here. You don't know really the rhyme or reason of anything. And, and, and when you have the gift of faith, it's been revealed to us why we're here and what it's all about and where we're going. Is a, we wouldn't have known that without the gift of faith. It's something that is only knowable through the gift of faith. And how beautiful that is. If you've ever had a, a time in your life when maybe you weren't really practicing your faith, 
I'm one of those people, um, you know, you find yourself in a pretty dark, uh, miserable place. And when the light of Jesus comes and you start to see things you didn't see before, you start to understand things you didn't understand before, and it's st- life is still difficult, there's still suffering, it's not like a magic pill that makes everything bad go away, but it just changes your understanding. You know, Christians go through the same things that their non-Christian neighbors go through, but it's different when you're united to Jesus. It's different. It's beautiful. And so, um, in saying this, I don't mean to, to say, well, we're the ones that have the answers. Or we're the ones that are the victory and you all are the losers. Like, no, I don't mean that in any triumphalistic way. Rather, it's to be humble and to be thankful and to bear witness. This is what my faith does for me. It, it, it gives an orientation to my life. It gives a sense of meaning and purpose and value. And there's a strength to carry the cross and to suffer and to do so with joy. To do so with joy because I know the love of God. I know the love of Jesus. I know that He's with me. I know that why I'm here and I know where I'm going. I know what it's all about. This life thing. Isn't that beautiful? And I think that's what the readings are really getting at today. And so Jesus backs up his teaching about um, if you had this, the faith the size of the mustard seed, you could throw the mulberry tree in the, in the sea, which is a symbol of sin. He, he tells this story about the servant who's out in the field and comes in from working, and in this culture, that servant would have been expected to provide the dinner for the, 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 um, the master and then would eat later. That was the culture. And Jesus is saying what would... Would you be surprised if the servant did this? Well, no, you wouldn't be surprised because in that culture, that's what the servants did. So then the servants said, we are unprofitable servants. We've only done what we were obliged to do. Here's Jesus using the word obligation, okay? I know sometimes we're nervous about that word, but uh, Jesus used it, okay? Um, So what Jesus is getting at here is kind of interesting. It really struck me in a new way today as I was praying over these readings. When you walk by faith and not by sight, when you are thinking because of your faith, when you are making choices to do or not do because of your faith, when you're allowing your faith to be like the compass that guides you in this life, What that looks like, it looks like somebody who's doing something for love. Because God is love and not for a profit. Right? You don't need faith to live life like so that you can get a profit. Right? The the world knows that way of life. So we're unprofitable servants, meaning that we're not doing this because we're hoping to get a paycheck. We're doing this because we are in love. The God who is love died on the cross for us, for our sins, that we could be forgiven. And in response to that love, I want to serve Him and I want to serve my fellows in love. Not for a profit, not for like tit for tat or, you know, one hand washes the other or, you know, um, that's what Jesus is getting at. Isn't that beautiful? 
And really, it's only living by faith that enables one to live that way. You know, faith, hope, and love, those three hold together. And as faith, hope, and love, as they grow and strengthen one another, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to not live to be motivated for some kind of self-interest. or Like, what can I get out of this? Or what's in it for me? Or where's the paycheck? You know, no. You know, and, and you, we all know examples of this, don't we? You know, you think of the parents uh, who are up late at night feeding the crying baby or changing the diaper. You know, there's no extra paycheck for that, okay? You think of families where there's, um, where there's people get, you get your feelings hurt in your families, right? And there's moments of forgiveness. There's moments of, you know, let's start again. That's, that's beautiful when we're serving one another because of, uh, because of love. That's what it means to live by faith. That's what, that's what it means to allow what God has revealed, especially in Jesus, to permeate our minds and our hearts. How we think, our opinions, but also how we do, how we live. What we believe influences how we behave. And... Um, you know, I was thinking about offering a few examples which might be a little bit controversial. But um, we have a problem, you know, in the church or people who, who really do believe in God but have... Um, okay, I guess I'm going to say it. People who have radical contradictions in their life. You know, to say, you know, I believe in Jesus and I believe in God and everything, but then to not be pro-life or to have a, a horrible view of people from other countries or to have a view about sexuality that basically anything goes. You know, am, am I getting specific enough? You know, or to be a politician who wants to show up and be seen at church so we can get the votes, but then when they're voting you know, for laws, there are horrible laws that are radically contradictory to our faith. Um, you know, are, are moments of um, something we look at on our phone or our computer or choices we make with, with, in other areas or you know, if we're married, uh, choices we make in the bedroom. Um, so this is the challenge of the Gospel that our faith, what God has revealed, would be our guiding light. It would be the compass that guides us. That we would struggle, and we're all sinners, so nobody does it perfectly, but at least we would be striving to, well, St. Paul would say, put off the old Adam and put on the new Adam, Christ. To be renewed in your mind, so that that love of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit may be more more perfectly reflected by the church. You know, to, uh, another example, a bishop or a priest who does something horrible. You know, a radical contradiction. And that's why it's, the wound is so deep and painful. So that's, that's the problem from top to bottom. The church needs reform. It needs renewal. Um, I need it as well. And it begins with prayer. Lord, increase our faith. Lord, increase our faith, my, my mind, my heart, how I'm thinking, my opinions, but how I'm living. Let that be motivated by faith, by love alone, 
by the love of Jesus alone. As he's loved us, so we may love one another. And we pray for that grace this day. Amen. listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans